Hello and welcome to today's edition of Fat Loss Secrets. My name is Angela Derrick. I am a certified macronutrition coach and I'm also an expert in healing emotional eating and helping you improve your relationship with weight loss and of course your relationship with food. And as of today's recording, I don't know date it is on your calendar as you watch this or as you listen to this podcast. But as of today's recording, it is Tuesday before Thanksgiving. And to enter into the holiday season, which for many people, kind of in their minds at least, they start thinking, oh no, this is the season where I tend to gain weight. And it's either something that you're kind of mindful of as you go through the season and maybe you go through the, the social gatherings and the parties and all the festivities that happen between now and the first of the, the new year. And you're kind of beating yourself up a little bit because you're like, okay, well, I'm eating and I don't want to even know. Like, like it seems like there's one of a couple responses, one of like three responses. Okay eat through holiday season and be what I call like the ostrich, like stick your head in the sand. And you're like, I don't want to know. I probably shouldn't be doing this. And the more I tell myself, I probably shouldn't be doing this the more I do it. And I'm just going to hope and pray that my was fit tomorrow. And I don't, you know, I'm not going to weigh myself. I'm just going to stick my head in the sand and I'll deal with it after the new year. Right. So that's one approach. And then we have the approach of, I am weighing myself I am dealing with it. I am aware. I don't want to gain weight. I'd rather just try to maintain my weight, but I'm going to feel really nervous and really anxious about everything. Every event, every party, and that nervousness, that anxiousness, we kind of start to go to these extremes of, well, I'm not going to eat. I'm going to eat everything. Well, we'll eat tomorrow. And then, you know, we're trying to maintain the weight of what's going on. But now we're like in this place of, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and eat. Oh, now I'm going to be no, I'm just going to eat. And we keep going back and forth, ping-ponging through these things. The position that I would much rather help coach you into taking the holiday season is, is a position of balance and a position that's filled with more peace. We're not going to get any peace by like ostriching, taking our head and just kind of sticking it in the sand and say, I'll deal with it later. What that's actually doing, taking away your power. It's saying, I'm not I'm just la, 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 not going to think about it right. And we take a passive role and think about what would happen in your finances if you chose to do that over the Christmas season. I think a lot of people do choose to do that over the Christmas season. Spend, 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 put it on a credit card, spend, spend, spend. And then you have the sticker shock come January when the cards come in, when the bills come in. They're like, oh my goodness, I don't know how I'm going to know. I didn't know it was this much, right? And then we get mad at ourselves and it feels even worse. So when we take the position of, I'm just going to fridge myself, la, 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 I'm just going to eat, enjoy, ignorance is bliss, I'm not going to worry about it. It, it gives us this illusion of peace, but honestly, what all it's doing is procrastinating. You're, you, you have the illusion of peace because you're not dealing with your actual decisions and your choices at the moment, and you're kind of putting those choices on credit, and then now come down the road when all the celebrating is over, the, you have the realization my pants aren't fitting anymore, you know, and it, times, it comes time to paper, so to speak, or something, now you have sales all of that for this moment of like, come to Jesus, this moment of reckoning where you get a massive amount of pain. And then that massive 
amount of pain makes you say, I've got to start the diet. I've got to do something crazy. I've got to do something drastic. I've got to get out of this pain now. And you're willing to do something drastic. Okay. In one sense, it's kind of like ping ponging. We're just doing it on a larger scale. and We're taking more time to do it. We're prolonging everything. And then we're going to feel a massive amount of pain over here after the new year when I can no longer ignore it. And so it's like big wave of pleasure until I get to the point. And then when I can no longer ignore, ignore it, big wave of pain, I'm desperate to do anything to get out of this mountain of pain. I've Okay. Option one, right? Option two, like I mentioned before, is the ping ponging where you're still oscillating. I mean, I don't want to think about it. Oh, I have to think about it. I don't want to think about it. Oh, I have to think about it. But we're doing this smaller scales. You go to the party and you're saying, oh, I don't want to eat too much. I don't want, I don't know. I need to say no. I need good. I need to, and you're trying to stay to your, you're trying to stay good. And you're trying to stay within these bounds of, of being really strict because I don't want to gain weight or I, I want to lose weight. You know, I want to be good or I don't want to, whatever it is that your goal is. And you wear yourself down because it's exhausting to constantly talk to yourself that way. And then by the end of the night or at some point in the night, you say, oh, well, I blew it anyway, so I might as well. Then you eat all the things and then you wake up the next day and that's your moment of reckoning. Terrible. Why did I do that? Why did I do that to myself again? I'm so mad at me. And then we beat ourselves up. I'm not going to eat it all today. I'm just not going to eat any carbs today. I'm just not going to eat this week. And we start to punish ourselves because we made all those decisions and then we're ping ponging kind of on a smaller scale, which still is not giving you actual peace that you need. And it's also taking you out of power. You're not in your power. You're not really in a position of being, of being you know, responsible, being able to make decisions and being able to feel like you're in control and like you're actually owning your experience. And you're either trying to bargain with yourself or then you say, I don't care. I want peace. So I'm just going to, you know, forget about it, eat whatever I want, and I'll deal with it tomorrow. We're still kind of giving ourselves that illusion of peace, giving up and, and, and wave white flag of surrender. And then saying, well, tomorrow I'll deal with it. And then tomorrow does come. And then you're mad at yourself and you feel hopeless and helpless to you know, continue this cycle every time we have um, an event or every time we're in a place where people are gathering and eating and we don't know what to do with food. And like I said, the third strategy is the best. The third type of person is the type of person I would love to coach you and help you into being. And that is the type of person who goes into the holidays, who already has a strategy for how they eat. I kind of consider like an eating framework in general. And this type of person just has a framework for how they like to eat to remain healthy every single day. And this person has a framework for how they like to exercise to be healthy every day. And what they eat at the party does not change how they exercise, nor does it change how they eat tomorrow. Okay. Because this type of a person knows this is what is best for my body. This is boundaries with food. I'm going to allow myself to enjoy things, but I'm not going to go overboard because I have a healthy template for how to eat and I have a healthier relationship with food. And person is not ping-ponging or having all these cravings or having all these love-hate relationships. 
relationships, um, you know, of needing to 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 kind of ignore what they're doing and then having the come to Jesus moment later, this person is actually having an, a completely different experience and the entire experience can be a peaceful one because this person has already developed a relationship with how they want to eat, likes how every day, does themselves, does not label food as good and bad, and is, you know, kind of, some would say more intuitive eater. Um, you It doesn't have to be intuitive eating per se, but, but you have a handle on the one you eat all the time. This is how I choose to eat all the time. And every now and then I might enjoy a little bit more, but that's okay. And they realize it's not going to cost me, you know, huge. It, it might, you know, the scale might go up a pound or two after I eat a really big meal, come back down. It's no big deal. I know how to maintain weight or I know what I need to do in order to lose a few extra pounds if I need to. But as they have their habits and they have their framework for eating in place every single day, really not deviating a whole lot from when they go into all of these parties and things in the holidays, there's a lot more peace. There's a lot less overeating. And that is the place that I would love to encourage you to be curious about and even start practicing in some way, shape, or form over the holidays. Because a lot of times what I hear people say when we're holidays, number one, most people don't have a work for eating. We set, we tend to think that some normal eating is what everybody else does. Usually what normal eating is, is I eat when I'm hungry and I eat what I feel like. And I just, you know, go through life figuring out in the moment what I'm, when am I hungry and what do I feel like eating? And then the body's just natural hunger or natural cravings or what I feel like eating today is kind of the idea of this is what normal eating is. And this is how everybody else goes through life, but not me because my body is broken and for some reason... I can't lose weight or I, I tend to pack everything on as fat. I want to just take a second to say that I disagree with that idea that this is what normal eating looks like. I believe you need to have a framework for eating all the time that does not get dictated by whatever I feel like in the moment. That's how a toddler makes things. And unfortunately, when you're old as I am, 42, <laughs> we can't make decisions for life based upon how a toddler makes decisions of a soon-to-be seven-year-old, okay? She's not a toddler anymore, but she's still 26, so she's a year removed from motherhood. She spends money when she sees something shiny, and it seems like it would be a good idea at the time. But she doesn't save for bigger purchases, and she's always thinking about, what do I want right in this moment? That's a childish way of managing things. And when it comes to food, when it comes to calories, when it comes to weight, we have to take the position of I am a manager of my body. I'm the only person who can make decisions for my physical body. Nobody can eat for me. Nobody can make decisions to exercise for me. Um, I wish to eat for some of my clients. Had it come up every now and then where I'm like looking at their check-in sheets and I'm like, I've you to eat more and it's tough for them to eat and they need to do that in order to, to develop that healthy relationship with food. And it's like the only thing I can do for you is eat for you. I wish I could eat for you, eat the food for you and help you get the results, but I can't, I can't do that. That'd be an amazing business if somebody could actually do. 
that. But I can't, right? You're the only person who can make the decision to eat things for you, who can make the decision to take yourself to the gym, the decision to walk and exercise for you. So therefore, you are the only qualified person to manage your body health and well-being and wellness. And in order to manage this thing called our body, our physical bodies, we need to be able to provide it with certain substances, eat and drink. It needs water. It needs certain amounts of nutrients. It needs a certain amount of movement. And just like if you were to get a manual for your car, it would say it needs a certain type of gas. It needs a certain type of maintenance for the oil, you know, 3,000 miles or whatever it is. It is a, a special um, type of, I don't know, certain maintenance. I'm not a certain maintenances have to be done, you know, certain times of tire patient. It needs a certain type of tire that you need to be putting on it every now and then. You know, there's certain things to do just to maintain the car, certain things we have to do just to keep it safety, uh, safe, safe for you to be able to drive. This comes with the territory of owning a car. Well, you were born with one thing to have manage in life and that's your body and the 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 ability to be here on this planet in your life you have to manage it because it's a vehicle that's going to get you anywhere that's the only it's the only thing you're going to live in while you're on this planet and it's the one thing the one thing you were given to manage from day one now granted a baby Mom and dad were obviously helping you do that. <laughs> but as an adult, you're no longer a baby. You're no longer a toddler. You're no longer having someone feed you with a bottle. So when we become old enough, mature enough to care for other humans or to care for ourselves on our own, then I now need to begin to take ownership in that area. And I need to begin to say, I decide what my body needs and how I'm going to feed it how I'm going to get that in. The problem is when we only think that normal eating is when my stomach is hungry and when I, and I only eat what I feel like eating. And some people would call that intuitive eating. The problem is your body is going to respond based on its environment. So if it's used to not getting fed regularly by you and hangry, it's going to adapt. It's going to change. It's only going to tell you I'm really hangry at night and I'm going to, to eat all the things because starving me all day, which technically is not a good management system for nutrients for your body. Imagine doing that to your child. I'm too busy. I can't feed you, kid. I'm only going to give you one meal at night. Most, if you're a parent, most parents, that's not okay. That would be kind of abusive to require that of your children. If you had the means to be able to give your children food throughout the day as they're needing it. And yet that's how a lot of grown-ups Adults kind of go through life, especially with our busy, stressed out lifestyle. So the idea of normal eating being, I just wait for my body to tell me what it wants to eat. And then I, I feed it that that's kind of like taking our bodies and, 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 you know, assuming they're toddlers, right. And saying, Hey, toddler, what would you like to eat? Well, all I want to eat is cookies and cake all day. I'm a toddler. Okay, great. We'll just feed cookies and cake. That sounds great. That's not taking leadership over your body. If you had a child that was like, I just want mac and cheese and cake and that's it. Just feed mac and cheese and cake. You'd be like, no, you need to eat some vegetables too. You're not old enough to realize that that's not a good thing. Where our bodies are just going to be 
sending us the signals and telling us what it feels like in that moment based upon environment and nervous system. Rarely have I ever heard someone I just intuitively have been craving broccoli all day. I just can't get enough broccoli, you know? And then I'll hear someone say, I don't know, I'm craving meat. Uh, I don't know. I, I just, I just want a salad, you know, if we're doing it. But honestly, most of the time when you're just kind of, you know, waiting for your body to tell you it's hungry and waiting for your body to tell you what you feel like eating, it's going to steer you down a road based upon its deficiency, based upon what you haven't been giving it and based upon what it's desperate for, rather than it really intelligently telling you what it needs. So I say all that to say that we have to take a form of leadership over our bodies that isn't just, well, what do I feel like? Because over time, what do I feel like is going to kind of keep leading you to a place that's further and further removed from, from what actual health and care of your body is. That would be like me saying, well, what do I feel like doing for my car? I don't feel like gassing my car today. I'm just going to not gas it up and see what happens. And then when you're stuck on the side of the road, you're like, I didn't feel, I was busy. I didn't feel like, you know, filling it up. Wouldn't work for your car. It really doesn't work for your body either, although our bodies are extremely resilient and allow us to get away with that for a while. Okay, so enough of why I don't believe in the whole eat whatever you feel like you should be fine is what normal eating is, okay? To me, normal eating is a structure that I create based upon my lifestyle and based upon the requirements of my body for my goals, for what does best for it, for the way I want to work out, for where my goals and my lifestyle is. So I personally love to go to the gym. I love bodybuilding. I love working my muscles really hard. I love fit, strong muscles. I want big muscles, right? I want, I want, I like leaning out and losing body fat um, to a degree that most people may not to, right? So in order for me to properly feed myself, no, I'm going to go to the gym for an hour and a half and work out really, really hard. Me just saying whatever it feels like is not going to help it rebuild itself after a workout like that. So where I define normal eating is we kind of take a look and we say, okay, are you getting enough protein? Are you getting enough carbs? Are you getting enough fat for what your body needs to sustain itself every single day? And are we eating at regular intervals and are we eating enough? And then when I can take a look at what does my body need in the course of the day in order to be happy and fully fueled, now I can divide that up and break that up according to my lifestyle and figure out when am I going to get regular meals and what are those meals going to comprise of so that it can be happy. So if you were to ask me, what does normal eating look like? For me, it looks like I eat about four or five times a day. It looks like I'm always eating protein at every single meal. And it looks like a fairly low fat, high carb diet to be able to sustain what I do. So a normal eating structure for me is breakfast and a snack and then a quality lunch, lean protein, high quality foods for all those things, maybe a protein shake or snack in the midday and then a really healthy dinner. And I do that every single day. In fact, my template for how I like to eat and what normal eating looks like for me came out of when I was an extra bodybuilder and having to eat like seven times a day and constantly eating chicken and egg whites and things like that. Well, some of those structures I kept into place 
And I've created what my framework is for eating out of it because of what I need, how I how I eat best, and what my body's requirements are. So what I'm saying is this framework for eating is not necessarily a one-size-fits-all, but it is something that you need to at some point develop a framework and a structure for what healthy eating actually is and looks like for you. It may not look like what mine is, but there may be some similarities and it may not look like your neighbor, maybe some similarities. And just because you know somebody who's skinny seems to be able to eat whatever they want whenever they want to eat, right? That doesn't necessarily mean that that is the way to eat or that that is the best framework for you and for your body. So this is kind of a long explanation to say that when we go into a place like the holiday season, what is most helpful for us to not constantly ping-ponging or freaking out or obsessing over food is to first establish that what is normal eating? What does healthy eating look like for me and my body? How do I know when I'm doing it? Where are my boundaries? Where are my guardrails? How do I know that I'm hitting the mark for giving my body healthy food? Healthy eating is not always diet and always restricting. It's not. Like I said, healthy eating is a part. I know I need carbs, I need protein, and I need fat in my diet in certain proportions every single day for me to be eating healthy and feel my best. Sometimes those carbs are going to come in the form of cake. I will be 100% honest. My daughter had a birthday party this last weekend. You know, on Thursday, heading into Thanksgiving, there's going to be a lot of sugar at table too. And guess what? I'm going to allow myself to have, I had cake this morning. Okay. I went to the gym. I worked really hard. And when I home, I was like, I need carbs. I could have a banana or cake right now. I'm going to choose cake, I had a protein shake. And I had a piece of cake and I'm not sorry about that. Why? Because I have a framework and because I have a framework, I know where my boundaries are and I can be flexible, move things in and out of that framework. And I can feel good about all my food choices because I have a framework that helps me know when I'm in bounds, when I'm out of bounds and how to manage these choices and how to manage my body successfully. Just like you probably have some sort of a framework for managing your money so that you can know I can pay the bills and I can keep a roof over my head and I can afford Christmas somehow, right? That's what we have to do. So when you go into the holidays, already having a framework for what healthy eating looks like, that takes a lot of the anxiety off the table. Because when you're able to eat a normal, healthy framework every single day, even if you're not in a diet, even if I'm not dieting, I'm still eating normal, healthy framework. When I am dieting, because I might have a goal of some sort, I'm still using my framework. I just might be eating smaller portions of certain things like carbs and fat, but I'm still eating my framework. And so then when I go into a holiday gathering, I'm not going with strategies like I didn't eat anything all day. I arrive hangry and now all the things and I overeat and I feel sick as a dog and I wake up the next feeling bloated and terrible. Having the framework prevents a lot of these occasions for overeating because you're going into the events pre-satiated and feeling really, really good. And so then when you have a little bit extra cheese or a little bit over there, it's going to be like, we're good we're good. And you're going to want to eat less of it. And you're going to naturally have a sense of control. And the other thing is, I don't go into those events with the idea that 
I I have too much. I don't need to pull back the next day and push myself. Because I know that because I have that regular framework for eating, my body can handle it if I have a little extra in a meal and I'm just going to go right back to my normal framework tomorrow and my body will be fine. It'll process it. Out. And if I gain a little bit of weight or something, it'll be fine. This is how I keep my metabolism robust and, and functioning at its highest capacity so that when I have a little bit of extra, it doesn't all of a sudden make me terrible and it doesn't like gunk it all up. It, it can actually process that. If your body's not used to eating anything and then all you overload it with way too much sugar, way too much everything, then it's going to feel awful. And then it's good. And then you give it nothing. Once again, think about how that would be if you had a child that you treated that way, that would be abusive. Right. And yet that's how so many of us try to manage our weight during the holiday season is this all or nothing ping ponging back and forth. I'm not going to eat anything. I'm going to eat all the things, not going to eat anything or eat all the things through December and then eat nothing in January. None of which is good for your body. But when you come into the holiday with a framework for how you want to approach your eating throughout the day, and this is just normal eating. This is how I, this is me eating healthy and I feel deprived. I feel great. If I have a cookie with lunch, fine. I have a little bit of a cookie, but I can say yes to the cookie. I can say no to it. And then I go and I'm, I'm able to have better control of the holidays. I'm not beating myself up. I said that, that was a bad choice having this emotional reaction because I already have my system, how I need to be eating. And these extra little events are just, okay, well, you know, how do I want it for that event? And sometimes you might even go to an event and be like, I'm good from what I ate throughout the day. Cookies look delicious, but I just don't feel like having one. And that's where, you know, you can make those decisions for yourself in the moment and be a little bit spontaneous, but it all comes back to having that framework. When you have habits and behaviors in place and you're able to execute those habits and behaviors because this is just me being healthy, going to the gym and I just do, I, I work out six days a week because I like it. That's just me, me. That's what I like to do. And so my I don't have to over-exercise because I ate a big meal. I just know that, oh, my workout tomorrow is going to be super fueled and I'll really be able to use all the extra calories to lift some heavier weights. That'll be great. Right. We go in already having that habit down and already creating that framework for ourselves. Now it takes a lot of that stress and that pull and that all or nothing mentality off the table when we're going into some of these special occasions and it makes our body know what to expect, better able to handle what's coming its way because it's not constantly getting a lot of food and then no food and a lot of food and then no food. So we keep our metabolism functioning at a higher pace um, because it's constantly its needs met. And then when we go into January, because we've been managing each occasion and we've been systematically staying within our framework, which is kind of like staying within a budget throughout the year, right? Come January, we don't have all this weight that we've gained because we've been busy like binging and then starving, overeating, starving, overeating, starving, or just eating whatever and not paying attention, right? Like the big credit card bill. No, we've been staying in our power, making decisions, not being deprived, but, you know, choosing to manage ourselves and to lead ourselves with food. And then in January, we're not looking at, I need to lose 20 pounds. We're not looking at that come to Jesus moment 
of freaking out and not knowing what to do. How am I going to get all this weight off? Oh my gosh, I regret this, right? We're coming in from a much better place. And this ideally is the way to handle the holiday season. Now, maybe you're kind of listening to this and you're like, I don't have a framework for food. Like I'm not even coming into this with a framework for, for food. It doesn't mean that you can't start somewhere, right? Framework doesn't have be macro tracking. A framework doesn't have to be calorie counting. It could simply be, I am going to eat a breakfast that includes protein and carbs, a lunch that includes quality protein and carbs. And then I'm either going to use dinner to be the social event, or I'm going to eat, you know, a sensible dinner with vegetable at night. It could be, the framework doesn't have to be super detailed. You can start today with beginning to manage yourself and begin to to manage those decisions and give yourself a framework that works for you. One of my clients, we just started with a simple framework of you need to eat lunch. You need to eat a quality lunch that makes you feel satiated, that makes you feel like I'm good, healthy food choice, right? Because the habit was don't eat lunch, don't eat lunch, don't eat lunch, and then go crazy at dinner, right? So it could be as simple as at the holiday season to help me learn to my food better and to give myself a framework so that my body can know what to depend upon. Maybe it's just as simple as I'm going to make sure I'm proactive about eating lunch every single day, or I'm proactive about eating breakfast and lunch. And then we'll take dinner. We'll kind of see from day to day what kids are for dinner and give yourself a little bit of flexibility there. It It's not about what it looks like it, as much as it's about the consistency. Because your body is going to thrive, do the best with consistency. And if you can give your body a lot of consistency every single day, even on weekends, and create a framework that is something that you can do day out, your body will respond best to that. So if you overdo it one meal, it's not going to have the same response. And if you pull back a little bit in January, you don't have to pull back as far. You can just pull back a little bit and it'll respond better. The key is being able to manage and stay consistent with a certain habit structure with food, making sure that you lovingly are giving your body the majority of what it needs. And then you can kind of take each social event on a case-by-case basis without feeling bad, without beating yourself, without having to shame yourself because you want to eat a little bit extra because you know, I've taken care of my body today. I fed it, exercised it. I'm going to have a little bit more but that's okay. Tomorrow, I'm going to go right back to those quality habits and it'll it'll be fine. It'll be able to handle it. The problem with the weight gain in the holidays honestly happens because people aren't managing at all. They're in way, shape or form, they're putting their head in the sand and they're not managing it. They're like, la, 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 until tomorrow or until January. And then at some point, they can't ignore it anymore. And that's really where the problem holiday weight gain usually tends to come in when you're on it, when you're managing it in some way, shape or form, even if you're not trying to wait, even if you're just trying to manage within three to five pounds, usually you're not going to really come out gaining hardly any weight. Maybe you gain a pound, but you're basically be able to surf through the holidays, enjoy things in moderation and come out the other side, still maintaining, zipping up your face, being where you were you entered into the holiday.
season. I actually have a free guide. Um, it's called uh, ho my holiday fat loss guide that I've made available that talks more of these strategies works for eating, how to handle um, gatherings, how to handle travel, how to handle eating at somebody else's house, because that's a whole nother ball game, right? When you don't have control of the food, how to handle emotional triggers that we face over the holiday season. Maybe it's sadness. Maybe it's like um, you eat because you feel sentimental and nostalgia, or maybe it's stress, right? We talk about all of those things in my, in my free um, holiday fat loss guide. So if that's something that you think would be beneficial, you can download completely free. Just check out the comments along with the show notes. And I've got a link that I'm posting there where you can download it totally Free. That can also give you some more insights into how you can stay in control and in charge with your eating this holiday season so you don't gain a ton of weight. I hope this was helpful for you. Um, I always welcome feedback. I always welcome your questions and comments. You're welcome to email me, Angela, fitwithangela.com, or you can always follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram, getfitwithangela.com. Angela, you can find her. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you get to enjoy all things and I will talk to you next time.